Hello there, I'm the Velvet Snatch, and here we are yet again in our wonderful little series all about DragCon UK 2023. I'm here with the fabulous Thotter Stew. Hello again, it's nice to... well, I mean, this is just another episode we're recording straight after another one, so hi. Let's <laughs> say we're in bulk, in bulk, girl in bulk. The magic behind the scenes, three in a row. <laughs> Three in a row, that sounds like a good weekend to me. How are you doing, Glenn, speaking of which? Well, maybe selling like time's moved on. So I've I've just got divorced from my fourth <laughs> husband, uh, took half the house. My third one oh, died under mysterious circumstances. <laughs> uh, I gave birth to a baby. It wasn't my baby. <laughs> okay. and, and now we're here to record the next episode. No one's Glenn. ever accused you of not working fast, though, Glenn, have they? <laughs> I want to know, most importantly, which half of the house. Uh, basement basement is... down. Ah, uh, of course, she's a bottom. <laughs> that boy is a bottom. <laughs> not that again. Speaking of bottoms, that's, that's not the segue I'm going to go for, actually. We're here with the US Takeover, where we spoke to some amazing queens from the US. Quite a lot of them, actually. We've got five different people that we got to speak to in this particular episode. Who's the first one that we're going to speak to? Oh, this one we got to interview in their very own booth. Our very, very wonderful Rock'em Sakura. Now, this one, like, they had these amazing looks, but obviously they were looks that were kind of not sustainable so basically they did the pink carpet in this wonderful sort of anime Mega Man outfit with the like the huge Mega Man boots and stuff on but they were like foam and then by the end of the first day they were just falling apart so it's kind of she actually did say it. she was like yeah I need to go and get my money back on that one <laughs> fell <laughs> <Yeah>. apart <laughs> But I think that's like the the epitome of drag. Like, you know, every drag queen has an outfit where they're like, that looked amazing, but it was only meant to last for that one thing. You know, like it was hot glued to shit, you know. But it was it was an amazing. amazing for that one thing, though. Oh, yeah. All of their outfits for the whole weekend looked amazing. It was that amazing. Like, you know, when you if you look at this interview on YouTube, what she was wearing during this interview was absolutely amazing in her booth. But yeah, this was one of the first ones we did, wasn't it? Oh, take note, Evie Oddly. This is how you do drag with anime, not <laughs> one inflatable wig. <laughs> that, right that's there. her telt right there. <laughs> I know you only went and won the season, show. but you know. <laughs> yeah, but Sorry, anime look was crap. In fairness, the anime look wasn't all that anime. I will give you that. Not compared to Rock. I, I have to say, Rock, Rock's enthusiasm was like really infectious, and their booth was absolutely amazing. And also, the staff on their booth was really nice. It was just, I don't know, it was one of those ones where they were the perfect combination of basically having an amazing look, having an amazing personality, having a lovely booth, and then having really great merch. It was one of those ones where you're like, I want all of the things, but I can't afford all of the things, you know? <laughs> Oh, yeah. I got that really, really cool sort of Sailor Moon style, like Rock'em in loads of different outfits. It's such a cute t-shirt. Um, this was before I spent all of my money. So this was at the start of the week. So I was like, yeah, cool. I'll have one of those. And then you realize that every single booth you visit, there's something you want to buy. Yeah. Rock'em Sakura's merch was basically, I. it was one, you know, when you pace yourself, where basically I was like, hang on, it's the beginning of the weekend. Let's not spend like loads of money now. And I kind of made a mental note to go back and get these amazing glitter stickers that she had. 
and I never did, and I'm kind of kicking myself, so I'm kind of like, do I see if they're on her website? <laughs> I was going to say, I've, I actually have been back online to either price stuff for Peer Dear and see <laughs> if it's still available, or I've actually bought stuff. <laughs> oh, I say. To be fair, though, it was the fact of, like, during the... I, I know I'm meant to be going on to the interview, but I uh, basically, like you and Stu becoming like baggage mules for all of the merch I was buying the whole weekend because <laughs> I was just in a dress and I had no pockets and this tiny little clutch purse and I was just like no no all of these things are going in one of your bags <laughs> oh actually Stu that reminds me there's a t-shirt I've seen which you will love okay. I'll have to send you the link online but Diabetty bought one and I'd seen it off her Instagram story and it's uh you better walk that fucking duck <laughs> oh yes <laughs> but it's like on a pocket and then on the back there's like a giant ninja duck and then it's got you better walk that fucking duck get big as well <laughs> get big oh that were right north and that were get big get big <laughs> or get big duck on it well moving swiftly on here's our interview with rock'em Sokra. <laughs> on girl i am here with rockham sakura at dragcon uk how are you doing rockham i'm good how many of you out there have seen my penis i know at least two of you hi three people in this room alone yeah this one's me <laughs> so um if you were ever going to redo a drag challenge oh. what challenge would you like to redo and why I would love to do the Hello Kitty challenge because um, I really love like Decora and like I think I could really use, utilize like all of the materials in the workroom and really do Hello Kitty justice. That would be cute. I can see that for you as well and it would be stylish. Oh, yeah. it'd be Absolutely. It just looked like this. Yeah, it would. But we'd love it. Speaking of Drag Race, if you were to ever go back on, uh -huh. who would you want to see there the most alongside you? RuPaul. Not RuPaul. Oh, okay. Michelle? I know. Oh, a queen? queen. Oh, we hope Michelle. Oh, okay. who would you want to I compete would, against? I would love to see Aiden because I know I can yeah. beat her. <laughs> Are you listening, Aiden? Challenge, challenge for y'all. So, what what has been your favorite city to visit um, while touring? Uh, in the UK or just in anywhere general? You, anywhere you like. I would say my favorite city that I visited might be. I really like Seattle because Seattle has really good clam chowder. I'm like very big on just eating when I travel places. I've been to Torque and the clotted cream there is really good too. Speaking of, I mean, I mean, this might be controversial for all of you guys out there. I'm more of a clotted cream and then jam on top sort of person. Same. I'm a Sam. Is that no, right? the cream sticks to it first. So. That's what I'm saying too. Also visually it makes sense too. The density of the cream is a lot thicker than the jam, right? It just makes sense. Not if you do it the other way. controversial, but it's true. Yeah, yeah, true. definitely. And you're wrong if you do it the other way. Absolutely <laughs> wrong. <laughs> so are there any upcoming projects that you've got on the go at the moment that you can tell our listeners about? I've been telling people for the last three years that I've been working on an album, so look forward to that. Maybe in another three years, who knows? I could die before it comes out. And um, I'm also just constantly working on YouTube, so definitely come check us out on YouTube. Excellent. And final question just before we go, have you got any exclusive tea, stupid fact, or anything that nobody's ever heard of before? For me at least, or? For you at least. All the world. Um, I would say like a fun fact about me is that um, the way that I eat Cheez-Its or like those cheese crackers is I'll, I'll put like a handful in my mouth and then I'll chew them and chew them into a ball and then I'll suck out all the moisture and then I'll pull it out and then I'll bite it like an apple. <laughs> 
I was just thinking last night, we were just talking about how we're all, so, like a lot of us are neurotic when we eat. I'm very neurotic when I eat. Like, <clears throat> sorry. It's okay. If I eat like a pie or something, it's like from the outside in. If I have a waffle, then it's gotta be like in squares. There's gotta be like syrup in all of the holes. It's very meticulous. I think it's called mental illness, but I'm not really sure. <laughs> Thank you for your time, Rockham. Thank Hope you enjoyed Drag Thank you guys for having us. Uh, Rockham was so lovely to meet at a booth. And again, interviews in the booth are way more fun than in the press room. It was really difficult because, like, the the ones in the press room, bizarrely, had worse sound. You know, like, so in hindsight, like, we were like, hey, let's record all the interviews at the press room and we'll get, like, a better quality because it's more isolated. And yet it was, like, actually, when you are in the booths, it was actually better sound quality than having all the other press doing interview and stuff. Because, you, you, you know, while we've tried to fix the sound on a lot of them, you'll probably hear a lot of background chatter in the press room interviews. Oh, you do tend to hear the clunking of the cans of pop that's she was just shoveling into his bag from the press room. Just... <laughs> shoving the free stuff in the bag. <laughs> Look, you've got to stay hydrated when you're doing 20 interviews, okay? <laughs> just very important. Plus, you can whip them out for the queens if they need to. Yeah. I'm surprised my car wasn't scraping off the floor to get home from London with you having that many cans. There was only three cans to take on the way home. Although, to be fair, if we weren't in the press room, we wouldn't have got to uh, speak to the amazing Joey J and Utica, who, you know, I know they're good friends, but it was so strange having two incredibly famous people just kind of grouped together for the whole weekend it kind of felt like we should be interviewing both of them separately and giving them like you know all the time separately but yeah <laughs> how is it speaking to them glenn i found that really trippy just because like they're such different queens like different styles different personalities different positions on the show like i just would never have put them together and then they're like oh yeah we're actually secret best friends and then just storm drag con like wonder twin powers activate but- <laughs> Equally, talking to them both was just really good. Like, and it's just weird because, like, jo- Joey is so chatty and lively as he was on the show. And then Yukita is just as soft and gentle as she is on the show. And it's just, yeah, it was. It was an acid trip, but I loved it, and I'd definitely take more. I feel a little bit bad in hindsight, because this was the day when, annoyingly, I'd lost my voice, and Utica is one of my top queens. Like the Utica is one of the people that I put on a pedestal of going, this is drag I absolutely adore. And so meeting them was a massive deal for me, and I made a big fuss about, no, no, I have to do this, even though I had no voice. And it was just kind of frustrating that that was the day that I meet Utica, and I had no ability to properly talk to her so off camera i was like hissing to her because i had limited speech but it basically did not sound pretty at all and it was not good for my voice but i was able to chat to utica and you know tell her how i felt and compliment her drag and whatnot so tall too the outfits don't help as well it's like you've it's like mother tucker where you're just like why have you made yourself more tall so let's slide on over to our fabulous interview with Joy J and Utica. Ooh girl. Ooh girl. I am here with our resident horse Velvet Snatch, who is now our resident mic stand. <laughs> Again. <laughs> and we are joined by Utica and Joy. Hi. Hi, Hello. what's up? Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. He's having a good drag con? It's so good. I love it. Yes, we're having a fabulous time meeting everyone and like seeing all the booths and seeing what everyone is wearing. It's been a treat. 
It is. And it's so international. It's so different from the LA drag con. I, I really love it. The camaraderie is sickening. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. I see all the other drag queens from all the French and Italian and everything. It was literally the Olympics of drag yesterday. They're like lining us up by country. And I'm like, oh, my God, we're athletes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That'd be a crack and show, actually, the Olympics of drag. Yes. <laughs> so if either of you were to ever return to the series, what challenge would you have liked to have done that? A challenge that you might have missed out on that you wouldn't mind doing or a challenge that you would redo oh my god bitch i want to do a choreographed music video like let's write a verse let's get some dancers or the talent show it'd be sickening i think uh, i made it pretty far in my season but um i didn't get it to like the finale portion and that's when you show like the biggest of the big stuff and like um, I remember going home and, you know, the girls continued to move on and they had built these huge dresses and big, like, um, fashions at the end. And I would love to just, like, showcase that to show, like, the most grand of the grand stuff that we can make. I would love to do that moment. Yeah. So what's been your favorite place to visit while touring around, like, globally? Was there anywhere that was on your wish list that you've finally managed to take off? Or? Um, London. We're in fucking London. Can I swear? Oh, I did, so whatever. It's I've always wanted to come to London. I've been to the UK, but never had a chance to come here. And it is beautiful. We extended our trip a couple days after DragCon, so we're going to bop around the town. Um, when I came over here once upon a time, I went to Edinburgh. And I used to study architecture. So I got to see like the castles and like the cathedrals and whatnot. And that's going to stick with me forever. But London does have a special place in my heart yeah so where does the inspiration come from for your fashion for both your fashion designs and looks oh my gosh so i i've always gravitated towards those women who could kind of kick your ass like pink eliza jishku any x-men like rogue so i always love just like a monochromatic or like a streamline of just a look that's like really fierce and it's like a strong female empowering like hero so i'm always like i want to look like i can whip your ass even though i can't and i want to look mean even though i'm not and i i just i kind of vibe with all of that like a superhero marvel fantasy I love that. You could definitely kick my ass anytime. <laughs> um, I, I've always loved like Alice in Wonderland and um, kind of like the fantasy world that that has given to this universe. I, uh, I love to like have a little fantasy, have a little bit of glam. Um, yeah, and uh, I like to have kind of an otherworldly type of energy to my stuff. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time. It's been wonderful to speak to you both. I hope you enjoy the rest of the baby. You're going to go out tonight? I'll see you out, baby. See you soon. It's nice to meet you both. It was fun to watch you guys do the interview because I don't think we anticipated doing a double interview across the weekend. So, you know, the dynamic was a little bit different, but it was pretty much just Glenn trying to hold the microphone to two people whilst outfit stood there going I really want to speak I really want to tell you that I love you but I can't <laughs> I, love I really love you Erica. 
it was always oh, it was so bad like i'm i'm so annoyed that that's the finally getting to speak to these people and that's how i sounded to them like it's you know like that it was not good meanwhile as giselle run enough tear down on the floor going how's your voice <laughs> i think we're doing giselle in the next episode but that was just you know like her playing into it and just us having a laugh about it was amazing but it was just like i'm so sorry i sound like this <laughs> Especially when people are like, oh, uh, Velvet's known for her voice. And then everyone's just like, really? Well, oh. it turns out you were known for your lack of voice. So, you know, somewhat consistent. <laughs> to be fair, in the interview we've just heard, I found it kind of helpful that we'd gone for like fixed questions for a lot of these interviews where we had like, you know, the three questions that we were asking everyone. Because because they're so different, it would have been kind of really difficult to interview them separately because you'd kind of go, hey, Joey, here's a question just for you. And Utica's just like standing there kind of thing. And they were like, hey, Utica, here's a question for you. And so it kind of worked in our favor that we were doing that kind of structure to our interviews. We went from a double interview that took twice as long to the next queen whose name takes twice as long to say. <laughs> <laughs> this was your solo interview though wasn't it glenn because i we didn't plan it at all but all of us ended up not being in an interview and all of us ended up having one solo interview and this was yours glenn i think you were holding the queue for some reason you I, were holding the queue for heidi i want to say i can't anyway because i remember being there i remember being in there because i did i did a tiktok of it of basically just being like oh i don't get to interview angeria but yeah but i think i think to be fair you just wanted to chat to her yeah so i got interviewed with a wonderful season 14 sizzling lady angeria harris van michaels <laughs> angeria <laughs> angeria you can even make a longer like drag it out so this is where we got to interview angeria <laughs> Ooh, girl, I am joined with Angeria. How are you doing? Hello, I'm doing phenomenal. <laughs> are you having a good drag con? I am. I'm having an amazing drag con. Like, it's everything that I thought it was going to be and more. <laughs> so, if you were ever to return to the Drag Race series, what challenge would you either want to redo or that you feel like you didn't get a chance to do? Oh, that's easy. The makeover challenge. We did not have it on our season and I wanted to do it so bad because I felt like I would have won that week. <laughs> um, so what plans have you got for 2023? Uh, plans for 2023 are touring and more TV. Yeah. Uh, where are you, where you looking forward to visit while in, visiting while on tour? Paris. I've literally wanted to go to Paris since I was a little kid. So I still have that dream. So we're going to accomplish it this year. <laughs> Is there anything on the bucket list while you're in Paris that you want to, that you're going to try and do while you're there? Or Well, of course, I want to go to the Eiffel Tower. Like, I think everybody, like, it, it, that's the thing. Like, you have to. So I definitely want to go see it and then take some gorgeous pictures in drag. <laughs> that is fantastic. Thank you so much for your time. It's been no lovely problem. to speak to you. Thank you. Bye. Paris Van Michaels. <laughs> I love it. That's not even the long bit of the name. That's the, that's that's the start of the name. But they were really good. I was on the other side of the camera for this particular interview and stuff. But it's it, I think it's the grace of theirs. Like one of the first bits of merch I bought was this astonishing print of Angeria where. The, the makeup was absolutely amazing. It was just this beautiful glamour shot. And I was like, yeah, if, you know, if I'm going to buy any prints this weekend, it's going to be this one. What did you think, Stu? I was looking forward to seeing 
Angier at some point because Angier on season 14 for me was just really entertaining and really fun and had that really nice sort of southern charm uh, that some of the queens come with and the, as soon as we went over to Rangiri's booth you are right like the merch catches your eye because those are some of the most stunning prints that were on sale all weekend and it was good because we'd already had a chance to speak to her at the booth so when she came up the press room we're like yeah cool we know we know this one let's let's go and have a little chat um plus we know she's listened to our podcast before because she started following it so, you know, it goes hand in hand, really. It might have been diabetes approval that got that one, but we'll take that. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was good. It's a short one compared to some of the other ones, but, you know, short and sweet keeps us going, right? Yeah, I think that's the thing. It, I think it was important for us not to kind of keep the interviews going too long because there were some of the people in the press room where they, you know, if they were in front of you in the queue, you were just like, oh God, they're going to take like 10, 10 minutes or something or, or like longer. And so it was kind of, I think we were very conscious. Like while we were talking earlier about interviewing people in their booths and interviewing people in the press room, I felt better in the press room, even though the sound quality was a bit worse. I felt better than in the booths because in the booths you could literally see all of the people queuing to see them. So we're interviewing someone and then there's like five or ten people who have paid money to see them waiting for their turn. And we're just like, hey, let's just keep talking, you know. I don't know. It made me feel guilty. I don't know what guilt is. (laughs) I've heard that. (laughs) Now, the last queen that we're going to speak to in this episode was... (laughs) I like this because I, you know when you just think of something and it tickles your fancy and no one else finds it funny? It was, Tina Burner was one of the few queens who put all of their social links on the name of their booth. So everyone else, like their booths just said above it, like sort of like Rock'em Sokra or like sort of Cheddar Gorgeous. Tina Burner had their full URL on it and then like their Instagram name and then Tina Burner and you're just going, is that your, is that your official drag name now? Is it a URL? <laughs> but they were absolutely amazing to meet. I think this was the day when I didn't have my voice and they were just, I don't know, they were this this ball of energy. They were really funny and they were so professional. Like they were so sort of, you could tell that they had a lot of experience interviewing people and they were very, very charismatic. Yeah, I think we got to see some of what was expected on the show because a lot of the reputation of Bettina Burner was like being a really good host and things in New York. And on the show, you didn't really get to see that. There was a lot of other drama and stuff shown. And, you know, it, was, it wasn't the direction that the producers went with. You meet Tina in person for all of three seconds. And straight away, you're like, yep, this is someone who absolutely knows how to handle the crowd, who knows yeah. how to talk to people, who knows their way in front of a camera. I really enjoyed this one because I didn't know what to think, um, you know, because I haven't admittedly followed a lot of Tina Burner, mainly know what I saw on the show. So I was like, ooh. What we're going to get out of this, and then bam, really good interview. So I yeah. hope everyone enjoys it. I'm going to use Tina Burner as our obligatory mention of Just May in this particular episode. But it was like that. Well, on the show, you're a bit like, oh, okay, cool. But and you don't really get to know them outside of the show or sort of like really look into it. But then getting to meet them, getting to see what they brought to DragCon, like you just like it's like no, I need to keep my eye out for this. They're amazing. So without further ado, this is our interview with Tina Burner. Hi, I'm Velvet. <laughs> Ooh, girl. Glenn here with our glamorous mic stand, Velvet Snatch and Tina Burner. How are you doing? I'm better than Velvet. <laughs> In every sense. You know? <laughs> 
Uh, you enjoying drag con? I'm having a great time. It's all the children, you know what I mean? Just running around. Makes me feel really tall, you know? You just clothesline, keeping your hands out, you know? And I was thinking, a wholesome family event. <laughs> I do. You know what? It, and that, it is a wholesome family event. It's for everyone. And then sometimes, you know, I have a little bit of a trash mouth, so can get me into a little trouble, but I pretend to be somewhat professional <laughs> when I have to be, like right now. So if you were ever to return a drag race, mm. what challenge would you like to do or redo? Oh, that's a really, I mean, clearly it's going to be the makeover challenge. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I take that back, actually. I stand by that makeover because I made Rosé look pretty, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm <laughs> I mean, you try it. I would like to see anyone else do it. Um, yeah, I would do it just because it was such a big, like, viral meme thing. And, like, I think people would put a lot of pressure on it. So I love to like things to feel very pressure and, like, up to them. So probably the makeover challenge. Um, obviously, the rusical, you know? Yeah. When you think you're killing something and you find out you're not. <laughs> so I'd probably do that again. Um, mm. Amongst all your tours, um, yeah. like, globally yeah what's been your favorite place to visit um uh, edmonton canada oh wow yeah it's um i'm like the david hasselhoff of edmonton you know what i mean i don't know what's going on up there but they really feel the burn and it's fun they're so sweet and uh yeah it's a great time we went up there with the girls like me scarlett and alexis michelle did uh this rich perfect like uh, live singing thing and we went all over canada and canada was amazing it's they're very responsive up there which is beautiful you know because it's like you know basically britain yeah. yeah yeah it's kind of the same thing yeah like a commonwealth or something right yeah 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 it's yeah. part of the commonwealth yeah 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 they have a king ah they got there. a king yeah you yeah, well you guys yeah, have a lot under our monarch, you yeah. got prince harry which is really keeping me alive these days <laughs> it's all about the magazines for me honey why don't you interview her she had a lot to say recently oh i know <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's spilling the tea honey <laughs> um so what does 2023 hold for you what are your plans what are my plans? Well, we're here now, and then I'll probably go home and sleep. <laughs> um, my plans, uh, just travel a lot, write more shows, do more tours. I ended up doing like three or four tours this past year. Probably do the same this year. Um, yeah. I mean, I love to write. I wrote like an original musical with my uh, composer, like the whole thing. It's all 13 original songs. Oh, wow. Season 13 is in my life every day, so it just kind of feels fitting. <laughs> every day, all day. That's fantastic. Yeah. Thank you very much for your time. It's really lovely to meet you. Thank you for holding the microphone. I really do hope Tina comes back to the show and we get to see, like, I think it'll be a bit of, like, a silky nutmeg ganache-like sort of story where, like, they came in, were a bit of a villain. But then I think, actually, if they came back on the show, you'd actually, you'd see how wonderful and nice and kind and gentle they are. Like... Yeah. I just wanted to give her a big hug and just not leave. Bury my head in her bosom and be like, never move. <laughs> <laughs> Should we just send that to her? Can that just can that be the like... TikTok quotes, Stu? That is definitely a TikTok quote. That's direct to the Tina Burner fandom. It's going to be her being like, security. security. <laughs> <laughs> I was just having to pry you off her. <laughs> no, she, she was absolutely wonderful to speak to. And with that being said, that's our final one from our US Takeover episode. Now, we'll be back in our next episode, which is the last of our little season, with winners, including Envy Peru, Crystal Versace, Giselle Lullaby, and Raja O'Hara. So stay tuned for that. 
But with that being said, RuPaul's DragCon UK took place at Excel London from the 6th to the 8th of January 2023. Tickets are on sale for RuPaul's DragCon LA now. See you later. <laughs> See you later. Get fucked. Bye. Get fucked. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye